Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson.
Come on, y'all. Yeah, worship her. for troubling the waters for me. Thank you, Father God, for your goodness. Thank you, Father God, for your mercy. Thank you, Father God, for your love. Thank you, Father God, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Father God, for your power. Thank you, Father God, for your strength. Thank you, Father Thank you, Father God, for your consistency. Thank you, Father God, my God, for your goodness. Thank you, Father God, for your peace. Thank you, Father God, for your strength. Thank you, Father God. My God, we thank you. We bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We glorify you, Lord God. We glorify you, Lord God. You are so good, and your mercy endures forever. You are good, Lord God, and your mercy endureth forever, Lord God. Thank you for being so good, my God, and your mercy endures forever, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for your mercy endures forever. I thank you, Father God, for your mercy endureth forever. Psalms 136 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Ooh, my God. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Oh, my God. Psalms 136 says, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. My God. Father God, we set our affection. He said, For his mercy. And I don't know about you, but I've needed mercy. Oh, I've needed mercy. I've needed mercy. I've needed his mercy. I've need to experience his grace. So the word of God says, Oh, give thanks. Oh, unto the lord not unto no one else not unto anything else oh give thanks unto the lord oh lord i thank you it says oh give thanks unto the god of gods oh my god oh give thanks to the god of gods for his mercy endures forever oh give thanks to the lord of lords for his mercy endures forever to him alone, oh my God, to him alone does great wonders for his mercy endures forever. Ooh. To him that by wisdom made the heavens, thank you Lord, for his mercy endures forever, my God. To him that stretched out the earth above the waters for his mercy endures forever. 
to him that made great lights. Come on, y'all. For his mercy endureth the ever. The sun to be ruled by day. For his mercy endureth forever. The moon and stars to rule by night. For his mercy endureth forever. To him that smote Egypt in their firstborn. For his mercy endureth forever. And brought out Israel from among them. For his mercy endureth forever. With a strong hand and with a stretched out arm. For his mercy endureth forever. To him who divided the Red Sea into parts. For his mercy endureth forever. And made Israel to pass through the midst of it. For his mercy endureth forever. To him which smote great kings. Woo! For his mercy endureth forever. Come on, y'all. And slew famous kings. For his mercy endureth forever. And all the king of Bashan. For his mercy endureth forever. And gave their land for a heritage. For his mercy endureth forever. Woo! Who remembered us in our low estate. For his mercy endureth forever. <laughs> Who remembered and hath redeemed us from our enemies. For his mercy endureth forever. Who giveth food, my God, to all flesh. For his mercy endureth forever. Oh, give thanks, my God. Oh, give thanks, my God. Oh, give thanks. 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 My God. Oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks. Oh, give thanks. Because there's a mercy enduring forever. I'll give thanks. Lord God, I bless you. Lord God, I praise you. Lord God, I magnify you. I thank you, Lord God. That your mercy endure forever. Oh, my God. My God. Oh, my God. Oh, let me read this to you. Father, I thank you. My God. My God. Oh, my God. This is Jesus. This is Jesus as the face of mercy. Oh, come on, y'all. This is Jesus as the face of mercy. Oh, my God. This is Jesus as the face of mercy. You got to see Jesus as the face of mercy. See, sometimes we'll submit ourselves to man. Ooh, I'm out of here. I'm Miss Mamie. I'm getting ready to go. We'll be so concerned with man. We'll submit ourselves to man. We'll submit ourselves to people. We'll submit ourselves to the boss. But you got to understand that Jesus is the face of mercy. It doesn't matter the circumstance you're facing. It doesn't matter the situation. It doesn't matter how overwhelming it is. It doesn't matter who the king is. It doesn't matter who the judge is. It doesn't matter who your boss is. It ain't about your husband. And it, ain't, it ain't about your kids. Jesus is the face of mercy. If you understood that Jesus was the face of mercy. Oh my God. Jesus is the face of mercy. My God, when I got favor with God, oh my God, you just shook something off of me. When I got favor with God, when I got 
when I'm the apple of God's eye, my God, this resets me to understand that Jesus is the face of mercy. My God, he says, oh my God, Lord God, I thank you for this. Jesus is the face of mercy. I don't have to try to perform tricks or seek other things or do certain things. No. Why? Because Jesus is the face of, face of, face of mercy. Oh my God. Jesus is the face of mercy. Lord God, I thank you, Father God, for being the face of mercy. I thank you, Jesus, for being the face of mercy. Oh, my God. Let's go to Matthew. My God. My God. My God. Thank you, Jesus, for being so merciful. Thank you for standing in the gap. When you understand Jesus is the face of mercy, guess what you're going to stop doing? Trying to perform tricks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I got to say what I'm seeing. You're going to stop trying to perform tricks to please people because you understand Jesus, my God, you're not going to compromise yourself. You're not going to negotiate your anointing. Oh, I'm about to run out the door. You're not going to compromise yourself. You're not getting ready to negotiate your anointing. Ooh. Say, I can't afford to negotiate my anointing. I can't afford to negotiate my anointing. Why? Because Jesus sits at the face of mercy. Ooh. I can't afford to come down. Ooh. My God. My God, you're not going to perform tricks to please people. You're not going to try to rub shoulders to sit in first certain crowds. See, when we when we operate from that space, it's because we don't know our value in Jesus Christ. My God, when we think it's about rubbing shoulders, when we think it's about who you know and how, you don't understand that Jesus is the face of mercy. You don't understand that there's no circumstance or no situation that Jesus can't turn. We just read Psalms 136. He gave a record of God's goodness. And at the end of every record of God's goodness, he says, and his mercy endure forever. Oh, my God. You will not negotiate. Oh, my God. Can I tell you what I mean by negotiate? Oh, when you understand Jesus as the high priest, when you understand who Jesus is, when you understand what happened at the finished works of cross, you will not negotiate the anointing, the call, the position, the place that God has called you. You will not. You will refuse to. What I mean by negotiate? Oh, my God. Find a way. Oh, my God. When you're trying to negotiate, my God into position when you're trying to negotiate when you're trying to push your way into position you trying to work it out you trying to arrange it oh my god you trying to make it happen when you do not have to make it happen because everything that has happened for you has already happened at the cross let me go over to matthew 9 and 11 right so jesus was down in that matthew's house oh many come on can i just Will y'all let me flow in the spirit this morning? Will y'all let me speak by the spirit this morning? God is doing something so significant. Oh my God. My God. This final quarter teachings. Can I say this, Holy Spirit? This final quarter teachings. God has been purifying us, purging us, tilling, tilling up the soils of our heart. And he'll continue to do that along the way. But this final 
quarter teaching are, is going to, I hear you Holy Spirit, it's going to be more preparation to push you further in your destiny. More preparation to answer the call. Remember, everybody calling behind the pulpit and preaching. It's the mountain, the place that God has called you into influence, right? Right? So God will shed light on the weak areas in our life so that we can become strong and we will not be afraid of our destiny and we will not be afraid of our purpose and we will not be afraid of what God is saying to us. My God, this last quarter of intensity is going to be so your eyes can get open and you can really see not the value of who you are, but the value of who Jesus is. Oh my God. You did not call yourself. So if you did not call yourself your maker, my God. Oh, my God, it's so much bubbling up in my spirit. It's so much, my God, bubbling up in my spirit. It's so much bubbling up in my spirit. Your maker. Remember, Philippians 1 and 6, I don't finish myself. God has got to finish me. God has got to finish. Like, God has got to finish me. Oh, my God. Right. So, your maker has to fashion you out. The problem is, so many of us have been telling our own story. So many of us have been writing, rewriting our own books. So many, so many of us have been modifying who we are to fit in a world system. When if we understand who we are. Then we transform and influence the system. The system was never set to influence you. You were set to influence the system. You had the mind of Christ Jesus in you. You bring the anointing, the glory, the grace of God with you into every circumstance, every situation. You're not there just to work a job. You're not in your house just to, oh, I'm just a wife. You're in the house even as your wife because there's a grace associated with you for your children. There's a grace associated with you for your children. You got to see this through the finished works of Jesus. Let me give you some scripture. Y'all better be writing them down and put them in your notes. He says, this is, he says, this is Jeremiah 18. He is, this is the potter. And he's talking to the clay. He says, Jeremiah, go down to the potter's house. I'm going to give you my message there. He says, so I went down to the potter's house and saw him working with clay at the wheel. He was making a pot from clay. But there was something wrong with the pot. So the potter used that clay. Woo! Somebody say he's going to use me. Somebody say he's going to use me. You need to hear what the Lord, come on. The fire of God is all over me this morning. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The fire of God is, he says, oh, I went down. Come on. See, can I tell you something this morning? Can I share something with you? The enemy was fighting me this morning. I was disturbed. I, I kept trying to push and pull for peace, and I couldn't get it. My God, I understand now what the message is. I felt my breakthrough when I understood what his mercy brought me. He was pushing me. I was like, what is this agitating me? What is this irritating me? I understand now because this message had to come through. He said, I saw I went down to the pot. Thank you, Lord God, for the intercessors. Thank you, Lord God, for the watchmen on the wall. He said, so I went down to the potter's house and I saw him working with clay at the wheel. He was making a pot from clay, but there was something wrong with the pot. Trouble the waters, Lord, so we can get in. Trouble the waters, Lord. So, come on. Ebony just got the revelation. Ebony just got the revelation. 
trouble the waters so he can get it. It said, was something wrong with the pot? <laughs> Ooh, my God. It said, Jen, it said something was wrong with the pot. <laughs> but the potter didn't throw the clay away. This is why you have to understand his mercy endured forever. This is why you have to understand his power. This is how you have to understand that he wrote books for you and you don't write books for yourself. This is Jeremiah 18. He says, but he saw there was something wrong with the pot. Ooh, there was something wrong with the pot. There was something. See, so when I was in high school, I took a pottery class. As a matter of fact, when I build my house, I'm going to make a pot room. I'm about to be a kill and I'm going to start potting again because pottery just brought me a place of peace. Oh, my God. So so when I took the, when I took the class, right, when you take the class, the very first oh, can I give you this in the spirit? The very first thing that you do is you get raw clay. Ooh, things are subject to change for you after today. I understand the warfare. Things are subject to change for you after today. I understand the warfare. Oh my God. Things are subject to change after you today. So let me tell you this. So when you get the clay, you take the clay out. The clay has to be kept moist and cool. Ooh, so that it can be pliable. Oh my God. Like the deer. Come on. Psalms 1. By the stream, planted. Come on, y'all. You got to see this in the spirit. The clay, my God. The, the clay has to be kept cool and moist so it can be pliable. The clay cannot be dried out. Ooh, the clay has to be kept cool and moist so that it can be pliable. Lord, thank you, Holy Spirit, for keeping it. Can't be dried out. It's got to be cool and it's got to be moist. Ooh. The clay got to be cool and moist to be dry. So once you get the, the clay out, the cool and the moisture of the clay, right? You first begin to knead the clay. The reason you're kneading the clay, my God, and you have a special set of school tools as well. The reason you're kneading the clay is you have an objective. You got to get the air bubbles out. Ooh! And you got to get the trash out. You're looking for air bubbles and trash. Even if you find them, it does not mean that the clay is no good. Ooh, come on now. Hear me in the spirit, not your flesh. Even if you find air bubbles, that does not mean the clay is no good. So you got to get the air bubbles out and you're looking for trash. Oh, my God. So as you're kneading the clay, can I tell you something? Depending on, my God, the size of the vessel. Ooh, what you were meant to carry, my God, depends on the size of clay you're going to get. The bigger the clay is, the more time it's going to take to knead. The bigger the clay is, the more time it's going to take to knead. Do not despise what God has called you to be. Every part, every person, every size cup, every size vessel is important. The bigger the clay is, my God, the bigger the clay is, the more time it's going to take to knead. It's going to take time to knead. So when you get the clay out, depending on the size of the vessel, ooh, come on now, Lord, you put, put yourself on the altar this morning. Put yourself on the altar. Depending on the size of the vessel, depending on the size of the vessel, it may take time. So when the Lord, so when you get the clay, you put the clay, my God, on a clean slate. <laughs> 
I'm about to run. I'm about to run. You put the clay on a clean slate. See, you don't lay the clay just up on your table. The clay, when you lay the clay, it's clean. It's a clean slate. Oh, my God. And then you begin to look and knead the clay. And as you're looking and kneading the clay, you're pressing the bubbles out. And you're looking for trash. And you're removing trash. I don't care how much trash you find in the clay. I don't care what, how many air bubbles you find in the clay. You just keep working and processing that clay out. Oh my God. Oh my God. So then after you process, oh, I got to stay right there. After you process that clay out, oh my God. Baby, you're going to flip the clay over and need some more. Lord, I thank you for your word this morning. So don't worry about where you are in the process. Just don't worry about where you are in the process. Don't worry if it looks like you're not, nothing is happening or nothing is working. Well, Lord, you called me to preach, I ain't preaching yet. Well, Lord, you called me to teach, I ain't teaching yet. Lord, I ain't wrote the book yet. Stay in the process. Stay in the process. He's getting, come on, Holy Spirit. He's getting all the bubbles in the trash out. Can I tell you the importance? <laughs> I got to go. <laughs> I ain't even staying with y'all long today. I feel the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you the process of what? Can I tell you how important it is to get the bubbles? See, the bubbles in the <laughs> and the trash out. You get the bubbles in the trash out so that when you're finished working on the piece, Oh my God. And it goes in the kiln, in the fire Ooh! For, for the finishing stage. You have to get the bubbles in the trash out so it don't crack. <laughs> Ooh! My God, my God, my God, my God. You got to get the bubbles in the cr trash out so it doesn't crack later. Ooh! Come on now. You got to get the bubbles and the trash out so that it doesn't crack later. That you got, you got to deal, you got to be right there in that position. Come on now. The bubbles and the trash got so it does not crack later. My God. Matthew 7, 24 and 27. Jesus states that those who hear his words and do not, and do them are wise builders. My God, I got to hear his word and I got to do it. I got to hear his word and I got to live in it. I got to hear his word and let it work out my character. I got to hear his word and let it work out my integrity. I got to hear his word and let it work out my heart, right? Because the word of God tells me whatever is in my heart is going to flow into my life. Come on, y'all. That's what he said. He says, whatever's in my at the, at the root of my heart is the issues of life. Whatever's in my heart is going to flow to my life. Says Matthew 7, 24, 27. Jesus states that those who hear his words and do them are wise builders. They have built their homes on rock solid foundations. I got to hear his word and I got to do it. When, when my deep-seated belief system is misaligned with the spirit and with the word, I'm going to have to stay in the process to get the trash and to get the bubbles out so that I won't crack, so my foundation won't crack. Oh my God, I ain't even got to the wheel yet. I ain't even got time to get to the wheel. So you got to stay in the process. You got to stay in the process. Let him get the, let, and you, you don't, can I tell you something? The clay doesn't tell me when it's done. Oh, the clay doesn't tell me when it's done. My God, as I, 
is I the skilled potter that looks at the clay. Oh my God. It's I the skilled potter that looks at the clay. The clay doesn't tell me, okay, Lakeisha, I'm finished. Oh, thank you, Lord. You can, I'm finished. I'm ready for use. The clay doesn't tell me that. Oh, come on now. I, the potter, the skill cert, I'm the one that looks at the process. I'm the one that determines it. The clay doesn't tell you. So if you've been waiting on your youth, my God, I don't know who I'm speaking to by the said. If you've been waiting on to be used, baby, stay on the table. Stay in the process. Let the word keep needing you. Oh, my God. My God. So it says, Jesus states that those who hear his words and do them are wise builders. They have built their homes on rock, solid foundation. The winds howl, the rains come, even a flood comes, but the house stands firm. Those who hear his words but fail to live by them are foolish builders. They can build the grandest of houses, but they sit on shaky foundations. You can build the biggest house. You can run. You can move. You can develop it. You can move. But your foundation will be shaking until you get the trash and the and, and the bubbles out. Oh, my God. This house we are building, this house that God is building, this represents your entire life. This, re this represents your entire life. This is your faith. This is um, the ministry or the job or the purpose. This is your relationships. This is your, why wouldn't you want to be healthy? Why wouldn't you want the trash out? Why wouldn't you want the air bubbles gone so that your house can rest? You need your house to rest on a solid foundation. What many of us do is place our lives into compartments. The Lord showed me this. We place our lives into compartments, right? And as long as a compartment, ooh, a, a, a compartment that we feel most pressured by, a compartment that has become our God, a particular issue or a place, like if I don't want, I don't like being broke, then I'm focused on this compartment. If I don't like, if I don't like being sick, then I'm focused on this compartment. If I, my marriage is the, the center, then I focus on this compartment. My children, then I focus on this compartment. Not recognizing that when God builds a house, he meant all of it to be functional. I'm, a, I'm gone. Julia, I'm gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. Holy Spirit, have your way this morning. Not, not recognizing that when God builds a house, he meant every part of the house to be functional. He don't want your toilets backed up. He don't want your refrigerator not working. He doesn't want you to have a living room that you can't sit in. It makes no sense. God is not going to give you a partially developed house. That is not how he works. That is not what he does. He doesn't want one part of your life working in the other part of your life. So you got to stay in position. You, not nobody else. You've been focused on too many other people. When he said to us, you don't wrestle against flesh and blood. Ooh, 
You ain't wrestling against flesh and blood. You ain't wrestling against flesh and blood. You wrestling against a principality who don't want your household. You wrestling against a principality that wants you to get up off the table too soon. You you wrestling against a principality that wants you to walk in self-importance. You wrestling against a principality that wants you to be self-sustaining and self-sufficient. You wrestling against a principality that wants you worried. You wrestling you you want wrestling against a principality that wants you to sit in the council of the wicked. Instead of the counsel of the godly. Oh, you're wrestling against a principality, baby. You're not wrestling against a person. You're wrestling against a principality that don't want you to build your house on the word of God. So you got to stay on the table. You got to stay on the table. You got to let him process the word out and process. Come on now and get the trash out and get the bubbles out. Right. We cannot afford these compartments. Part of my destiny. No, if the anointing flows on your life, your, your life need to match your anointing. Your life need to match your faithfulness. Your life need to match your belief system. Oh my God. God, well, is this, I'm this sovereignty? You know, it's the sovereignty of God. Jesus said, <laughs> when, when he started talking to him, John, John he said, above all. <laughs> Somebody say above all. <laughs> he said, above all. <laughs> This is what he told him. Remember, all scripture is breathed by God. This is why it's important for you to guard your heart with the word of God and nothing else. Nothing else. You need to guard your heart. He said, he said, above all. He said, above all. Somebody say above all. He said, this is what he was talking to when he was writing to him. He said, beloved. <laughs> Homegirl. Homeboy. <laughs> my friend. My sister. My partner. <laughs> he said, beloved. I wish above all. <laughs> That you prosper and be in health, even as your soul shall prosper. Ooh, my God, above all, I wish he said, I wish that you prosper and be in health as your soul. So if your soul is prospering, if your soul, if your soul is being worked out, ooh, right, my God, my God, above everything else, so should everything else. If you were living in a house and your house was not functioning, if you had toilets, toilets. Toilets that don't work. See, can I tell you something? Can I tell you a can I tell you a poverty mindset will have you settle on only part of your stuff working? I'm finna go. I'm finna go. Can I just give you this and we go? Yes, Holy Spirit, I can go. Thank you. I got I, I don't know how, how he gonna stretch this out, but I feel like we're gonna sit in this for the rest of the week. It, can I tell you something? Can I tell you if you in a a kingdom poverty mindset. I ain't talking about your finances. If you don't understand the wealth of the kingdom, the mercy of Jesus, and that it was finished at the cross, you'll sit in a kingdom poverty mindset. Let me give it to you in plain layman terms. I was living in a and, and I was living in my apartment, and I was having a problem with my toilet. <laughs> I was living in my apartment. I was living in my apartment, and I was having a problem with my toilet. Let me. I'm, let, I'm not responsible for this property. I have a manager. I have a maintenance. I, I'm out. I'm out. I have a manager. I have a maintenance. I'm living in this apartment. I'm having a problem with my toilet. I never pick up the phone. Like I'm trying to, I'm going to my, the store. I'm buying all this stuff. I'm trying to do, do all these different things to the toilet. Spending all my money, my time, and my resources. 
I'm sitting one day and I'm praying, right? This is what happens when you have a kingdom poverty mindset. Woo! When you don't understand all things are working together for your good. When you don't understand Jesus came so that you could be free and free indeed. My God, doesn't mean you're going to fight persecution. Doesn't mean you're, gonna, you're not going to go through some stuff. But you need to understand in a kingdom poverty mindset, you won't expect for your whole house to function. Ooh, and you will settle. You will settle for only a few good things working together in your life. Oh my God. My God. My God. You will settle. You will rest at the point that this is good enough. Oh my God. Right? So I'm sitting in my house and, and I'm dealing with this toilet. Mind you, this goes on for weeks. So I just close the toilet off, pour some bleach in it. It doesn't have anything yucky in it. It's just not working. Close the toilet off. I'm using the boys' bathroom, which I hate. If anybody got boys, you understand why I hate it. Using the boys' bathroom in prayer, in revelation. And the Lord says to me, why wouldn't you call the maintenance man? <laughs> Woo! Why, why wouldn't you call the office and put in a maintenance request? For what you need. I'm out. That's all I like. Why, why would you settle for this when you have a maintenance man? <laughs> why would you live like this when all you got to do is put a phone call in? Why would you even settle for this? I do this for about three weeks. I do this for about I do this for about three weeks. I do this about three weeks, right? Why would you say, I called the maintenance man. <laughs> he comes in a few minutes later, same day, and fixes the problem. <laughs> My God, I called the maintenance man. He comes in and fixes the problem immediately. <laughs> immediately. Immediately. The Lord is good and His mercy endure forever. If I understood that the Lord is good and His mercy endure, if I understood, come on y'all, the face of Jesus. Come on y'all. If I understood the face of Jesus, when I live in a kingdom poverty mindset, I don't even search and look for God to work it all out for my good. My God, I don't even look for God to work it out for my own good. Oh my God, I settle with the fact, okay, well my finances be good, so that's fine. But I'm struggling in my health. Or I settle for the fact, okay, my health is good. When all of this stuff has to work good, my foundation has got to be in order. Because if not, it's hindering me according to my purpose. Oh, I'm out of time. Oh, I'm out of time. Oh, this going to be good. This going to be good this week. Oh, I'm out of time. Lord, I thank you for a right now word that pushes and propels us closer into our destiny. We will not have kingdom poverty mindsets. When you already told us in your word, if you are for us, who can be against us? Oh, my God. My God, trouble the water. Let me give you one more thing. My God, we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got we to gotta go. We got to go. We got to go. Oh, 
my God, my God. Matthew 5, um, Matthew 6 and 5. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Their motive in public prayer is to be seen. That does not mean you cannot pray publicly. It's saying their motives for prayer is to be seen. And so since your motive for prayer is to be seen, then that's when you get your reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, pray to your father who is unseen. Then your father who sees what's done in secret will reward you. If you are praying, you should be expecting a reward. And do not pray and keep on babbling like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. You might have to have one word to say. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need even before you ask him. After you have after you have prayed for it, it is time for you to start thanking God for his manifestation. After you have called two, three prayer partners, you don't need to call 30 more. I'm gone. You only, after now is a place of worship. After now is a place of worship. Lord, I worship you. I thank you. That's why y'all hear me say so many thank yous. Lord, thank you for your peace. Thank you for grace. Thank you for provision. Thank you for your love. Right? Because I'm already expecting him to do these things. Thank you, Lord. Then he tells them how you pray. Our Father in heaven, I will be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts. Forgive me of my sins. Let me forgive those who sin against me. Help me not to get into any temptation today. And then deliver me from the evil one. And then he says here, for if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly father will also forgive you. So I got to forgive other people so I can receive forgiveness. Ooh! I got to forgive. I got to release other people so I can receive forgiveness. Right? So if I forgive you. My, then he comes on. I'm, I'm getting here to where I need to go. He says, when you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do. For they disfigure their faces to show others they are fasting. Truly I tell you, this is what Jesus was giving them. He was giving them the business. <laughs> Woo! He said, he says, disguise their faces. He was giving them spirit. He was pulling them out of spiritual lethargy. He was pulling, pulling them out of spiritual sleep. He was pulling them out of spiritual slumber. He was pulling them out of religious things. My God, that would not, that's, it's like trash. Come on, Holy Spirit. He was pulling them out of religious things and teaching them the way of the kingdom. He says, when you, he said, I, but truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head, wash your face, so it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen. And your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Treasures in heaven, do not store up. For yourselves, treasures on earth, my God, where moths and vermin destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store for yourselves treasure in heaven, where moths and vermin do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, that's where your heart is. Can I tell you something? Can, can I say this? This is why I will more give to kingdom. I will more put money in kingdom than stuff that will rot or pass away. I, I would rather put my money in kingdom. I would rather invest my money in kingdom than in stuff. Does not mean you cannot have stuff. You can have stuff. God wants you to have stuff. Every time he took the children of Israel somewhere, he brought them into a land that they, for them to prosper. They are supposed to prosper. You are supposed to prosper. Put that in your notes today. I'm supposed to prosper. The problem is, what happens to us is that the stuff has us 
more than God. God wants to know he got you, not the stuff got you. This is what he says here. I don't know why I got to share this. Come on, I got a few more minutes. It says, do not store for your treasures in heaven, where moths and vermin destroy, and the thieves break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are healthy, again, your house, your foundation, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are unhealthy, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is dark, how great is the darkness? No one can serve two masters. Either you will hate the one, love the other, or will be devoted to one and despise the other. You can't serve God, you can't serve money. Here is the final culmination of all of this. Lord, I thank you for giving us a foundation for our house. This is a foundation for your house. I'm gone. <laughs> this is the foundation for your house. Meditate this. Meditate Matthew 6. This is a foundation. This will pull the scales off your eyes. If you keep meditating Matthew 6, you keep muttering it. You understand God's perfect will for your life. It says, therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. It's not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or stow away in barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? I have some gangster crows that live in my neighborhood. They massive. They, they gangster. I've seen them walking when they should be flying. I've seen them own territory. I've seen them take a whole sack out of the garbage can and fly off. I'm talking about some gangster crows. They are liberally, they are liberally provided for. <laughs> Liberally, liberally. I ain't seen no grows this big. They are liberally and they hang out right around the area in which their provision is. That's a whole nother testimony. I said, they do not labor or spend, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. Come on. Now, back up. It says, are you not much more? Can you and any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labor or spend, yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today, and tomorrow is thrown into fire, will he not much more clothe you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after these things. Children of God don't run after provision. I'm, I'm, finna, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm at the end. I'm just reading what the Holy Spirit is telling me to read. You're going to have to go and spend... Some time reading this. You might need to read this for the rest of the year. You might need to pull away and this be your little lunchtime meal. But you need to get this, this foundational stuff. When you ain't got foundational stuff down, your house can't be properly built. We be trying to have all the powerful revelation, yada, 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 speaking in tongues, which we should desire all our spiritual gifts, all our spiritual gifts. But you ain't even got a found. Before you try to move into the big things, you need to found, I need the foundation. When worry is still my issue, I, I'm missing a foundation. <laughs> I'm missing a foundational thing when worry is still my issue. I'm missing a foundational thing when I don't have the basic scale of prayer. I'm missing a foundational thing when I don't understand that money can't be my God. I'm missing a foundational thing because at the beginning he talks about giving to the needy. I'm missing a foundational thing when I don't understand giving to the needy is at the heart of God. That's a foundational thing that 
I'm missing. He says, for pagans run after these things, and your heavenly Father knows you need them. Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough of its own. When I don't can't grasp these things, these are foundational things. Come on now. You got to come back. Lord, rebuild my house. <laughs> Ask him this morning. Let's get our confession in. Lord, rebuild my house. Lord, rebuild, restructure my house. Here I am, your clay, getting my little self right back on the wheel because I need to, I need my house. I need to make sure everything in my life. Is built and structured according to your word. If you begin to ask him that, guess what he'll do? He'll begin to rebuild and restructure your house. Guess what? How he, excuse me, guess how he's gonna do it? He's gonna do it through the word of God. He's gonna do it through the word of God. He's gonna rebuild you and restructure you according to the word of God. Can I tell you something? It's not wrong with taking classes. There's nothing wrong with all those things. And the only reason I'm doing this and bringing this up is because I thought I needed more worldly things for where God was trying to take me. I thought it was the next degree. I thought it was the next certification. I don't know who this was for. I had my mindset on this is what I had to have to be accomplished. And the Lord was like, I need you to seek me first. I don't need none of that stuff having more of your time than me. I need to build you up in the family. I didn't have the foundational things down, but was trying to add other stuff to me. Well, can I have you tell you what was happening? The other stuff was clouding me. The other stuff was clouding me when I needed to get down and learn foundational things. The basics. I didn't have the basics down. I didn't have the basics down. I didn't have the basics. I, I wasn't being kind. I wasn't being like. I didn't have the basics down. I, I didn't have the basics of what Jesus taught down. Ooh, the basics. Because if I had the basics down, then my foundation. Because God, God, we stay low, but God builds up, right? When I, because He's gonna build you so you can be light, so your house can shine, so your house can sit on the hill, so your light can be bright, right? He's gonna build you. He's going to build you to illuminate. But if I ain't got the basics there, I had the basics there. So I had to come back and God had to pull me away from all that I thought was making me successful and get the basics down. So Lord, rebuild my house. That's it. I love you. Let's do our devotion. Let's, let's, let's do our confession. We have new confessions. I'm going to send those out today. I'm going to send those out today. Um, we got, oh, oh. I'm going to send those out today. Y'all hold on. I'm going to mm -hmm. send those out today. Um, if Two things. If the Lord places on your heart to give, go over to the website, LakeishaMJohnson.com, and you can give there. Or you can cash app us, dollar sign, for a quarter, for a quarter, pushing you into your purpose. I hear you, Lord. Pushing you into your destiny. This is And this is what I'm passionate about. So if it seems like I'm being a little pushy, you'll be all right. Because this is what I'm passionate about. I am passionate about people walking in their kingdom assignments. Like that burns within me. When I see people not walking or partially walking or not, not I'm by, that, by, that, by, mm -mm, that's my assignment. So thank you for allowing me to do this the fourth quarter. Woo! My God. My God. So... To give, go give there. 
The second, if you've not accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, my God, please accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. Repeat after me, dear Jesus. Please forgive me for my sin. Ooh, I'm in need of a Savior. Oh, my God, I'm asking come, to come into my life. My God, and take away my sins. I promise Jesus to love and follow you the best I can. Oh, my God. Make sure you share the word. Make sure you post this somewhere. Make sure you tap your kids. Have your kids tap into this word over the next quarter, over this last four months um, of the year. Have your kids tap into the word. Also, uh, ladies, don't forget Bible study tonight. My God, I thank you, Lord God, that you are pushing us. Don't forget Bible study tonight. Don't forget Chase That Line. Um, I need to do a couple of shout outs before we do our confession. Can I, t can you, do y'all know I'm extra? Y'all know I'm extra. Yeah, so, so we got a, we got, we got a birthday in our house. We got a birthday in our house. I saw Julia had a birthday. Hey, Julia, I love you, sister. Um, thank you for covering me. Happy birthday, Julia. But we got a birthday. We got a birthday in our house. Josiah Anthony Johnson is 17 years old today. And when you are LMJ kids, you get all the extra. So I need y'all to pause and help me wish Josiah a happy birthday. Jojo! <laughs> he ain't even up yet. Happy 17th birthday. Happy 17th birthday, Josiah Anthony Johnson. Oh, I knew the most. Oh, yo, my gosh, I'm getting ready to go wake him up. Oh, my gosh, I'm getting ready to wake him up. This kid is so loving, kind, and faithful. And I'm so grateful that God chose me to be his mom. He is your birthday twin, Julia. So happy birthday, Josiah. Happy 17th birthday. Um, If you didn't know, Josiah works for the ministry. Um, Lights, camera side. He's been on a little bit of uh, repairing and healing, but we'll be back in this thing. Takes notes for the ministry. He's not just on oh, my son. He serves in this ministry strong and well. So if you do me a favor and wish Josiah a happy 17th birthday. Thank y'all. He's not on social media, but I'm going to share with him um, all his birthday greetings, blessings, and love. I love y'all. New confessions. Let's get them in. I live by faith. Come on. This is a new confessions. I'm going to send them out. Just repeat after me. I'll go slow. I live by faith. Woo! I walk by faith and not by sight. My faith grows exceedingly. I take the shield of faith. Woo! I quench every fiery dart of the wicked. I'm not weak in faith. I'm strong in faith. Through faith, I inherit the promises. No one or nothing has dominion over my faith. I stand in faith. God rewards my faith because I diligently seek my God. My faith woo, is in the power of God. I have the spirit of faith. I abound in faith. I'm grounded and settled in faith. I'm established in faith. The Lord delivered my family. Come on now. From all our fears, the Lord has delivered my family from the hand of the wicked. Drop Josiah's cash app. Somebody put Josiah. Julie, I think, just asked for Josiah's cash app. Um, dollar sign. Uh, Joe, J-O, the artist, T-H-E-A-R-T-I-S-T. -T. Dollar sign, Joe, J-O-T-H-E. This is all Josiah's artwork behind me. Joe, the artist. Okay, Miss Mamie asked, J dollar sign, J-O-T-H-E, 
A-R-T-I-S-T. That's Joe's. The Lord has delivered my family from all our fears. The Lord has delivered my family from the hand of the wicked. The Lord has delivered my family from the depths of the grave. By faith, the Lord turns towards my family and delivers us. Because of his unfailing love, by faith, my family is whole, healed, and healthy, and wealthy in the name of Jesus. Faith is my precedent. Shout, it is done. Faith is my precedent. Faith is my precedent. Faith is my precedent. Faith is my precedent. Shout, it is done. Faith is my precedent. Lord, I thank you. Faith is my precedent. Faith is my precedent. So I'll send out that new, um, I'll send that out to, I'll send out the new confession. And I'm, that's not my confession. Somebody gave me that. Um, I think it might have been, I got it from, um, I'm putting it down. I got it from, uh, whatever. And then if the Lord, um, if the Lord tells you to bless Julia for a birthday, bless Julia for a birthday. Whatever it is, let's go on and be kingdom in here. I, I dropped it. J-O-T-H-E-A. The artist. I love you. God loves you. I'm so excited for Bible study tonight. Ladies, we have prayer at 7. Um, we have prayer at 7 o'clock, right? Um, oh, my God. Thank y'all for blessing my baby. Um, he does not ever ask for anything. So, thank y'all for the... And I'm talking about blessing him with your mouth. If you so a seed, that's different. But blessing him with your mouth. Um, bless Julia if the Lord puts it on your heart to bless Julia for her birthday. Let's get in the habit of blessing, folks, right? Let's get in the habit. Message Julia. Tell her. She's a part of our, our sister. Let's get in the habit of blessing, folks. Um, don't forget, continue to do your Joyce Meyer... Um, continue to do your Joyce Myers confession. I'll send this out. I love y'all so much. God loves you. Live at five, um, Bible study tonight. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.